0: When worlds collide, finding common ground and breaking the divide, this is Emergency Exit. This is episode 135. Today is December 23rd, 2019. We are coming to you live from the Austin Public Television Studios in our floating tin can. Far above the As you can tell, I am not your host, Los, nor am I Jimmy. Might have a, a beard, get creeping up on Jimmy's, but I'm not. I'm not quite there. If you don't know my face, you don't know my voice. Don't be offended. I hardly know it either. I am Brandon, the hard hat Mitchell. I'm, usually, I'm working the ones and twos, and I'm also on uh, talent duty, as uh, as the guys would guys would tell tell you. Uh, either way, Jimmy and Carlos have uh, taken the night off. They went home for the holidays, or is it is it home for Christmas? I don't know which one it is, and that's that's going to be kind of the uh, the topic of the episode tonight. Just taking it easy. Get, we're really going to step away from the politics. I know it's been a crazy, crazy political week, but you know we get tired of that sometimes. And we just want to take a break. That and that'd probably be too much for me to handle solo. Let's be honest. Either way, but what we got on the docket for you guys is Christmas Offensive first and foremost. We're going to get down to the bottom of that. And I, the hard hat, I want to know what, what our viewers, what, what their favorite Christmas, mo- Christmas, favorite Christmas movie is. Hell, I want to know your worst. You know, um, we're going to open up the phone lines for that. Feel free to call in and let let us know. And if you agree, disagree, whatever, what have you. And then also, I want to compare the foods between Thanksgiving and Christmas because I'm not sure about you and your family, but the foods kind of seem the same. You know, you got the turkey and ham and and family, like I get them. Either way, we'll, we'll get into that later, but
1: first...
2: Are you tired of getting your news from around the world? With newspapers like the Boston and the New York Globe, do you find it hard to believe any of the news that you find inside? It's like, where are you to find a trustworthy source when they clearly can't see the true shape of the earth? Well, lucky for you, there's a more linear approach to getting your news. Flat Earth Weekly is a new and revolutionary periodical that bases 100% of its stories on 100% non-science. That's right, non-science. If it's science-backed, we can't get around it. Flat Earth Weekly brings you your week in review with sections like Home and Garden, Business Insider, and our award-winning section, Globies and You, Surviving in a Sheep's World. Have an ongoing dispute with that coworker about what makes up the firmament? Write into our self-help columnist, Jeff from Texas and find the best resolution. For the low price of 18 cents per week, that's right, 18 cents, you can get all this and more delivered right to your door. With easy billing options which include Bitcoin and many other cryptocurrencies, Flat Earth Weekly is your go-to source for all information Flat Earth related. Be sure to check out our newest section, Flat Earth Singles, your only source for meeting guys and gals who are enlightened to the ways of the truth of our world. Meet local singles, look to mingle, or find that special someone you haven't been able to find in other circles. That's right, Flat Earth Weekly has everything you need and more. So that's right, get out there, get on the phone, order your subscription today. not responsible for damages to persons or property through flat earth singles always practice safe sex and be cautious for creepers
0: whoa all right uh we got to learn to screen our our promo ads before we before we play them on air i don't know about that uh but maybe maybe i'll look into it flat earth singles that sounds pretty pretty interesting either way hey it's the holiday season or is it xmas or is it christmas season are you uh are you a happy holidays harry or are you more like a merry christmas karen Uh, I'm not really sure which one am I, but we're going to kind of get to the bottom and see what, what's going on. Like why some people are so happy holidays and why some people are so, no, it's merry effing Christmas, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I I do have our host Carlos on the line. Carlos, can you hear me?
1: That's right.
0: What's going on out there, man? Oh man, I'm, I'm working the ones and twos and probably fours and eights all the way up to the eights, man. But we're getting it done, son.
3: I'll tell you what, man. I think I'm gonna get me one of those subscriptions to Flat Earth Weekly, man. I need to meet me a Flat Earth girl.
0: It's only eighteen cents a month, man. Like, dude, you can talk them
3: into doing anything if they believe in Flat Earth, man. Yeah,
0: right. Either way, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna have to get us a promo code and see if maybe we can get it for maybe fourteen cents. Maybe, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll reach out to those guys. But anyway, so what
3: what are you doing today? What's going on out there? I'm I'm over here in Dallas. Actually, I'm in Mansfield with my uh, with me ma. And uh, we're just enjoying time. I bought me one of those Bucky's full-body pajamas with the hoodie, and I'm rocking
0: it right now. <laughs> oh Man, you're going to have to send us some pictures on the Facebook for that. I'm sure people want to see that. I just might. Yeah. But what, what are you talking about today? Man, we're, we're talking about Christmas, seeing as Christmas. It's, it's the eve of Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Yes, yeah. there you go. Eve squared.
3: Uh, I was under the impression that today was uh, Christmas Eve, and I was sorely mistaken.
0: Oh, no, I don't think so, bud. Figure it out. Well, I, I,
3: yeah, that's what I told him. I said, figure it out. or I'll figure it out for you.
0: <laughs> Come over there and talk to you. I'll go over
3: there and talk to you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I found out, you know, because there's a lot of people, especially at where, um, where I work, where they are, they're saying happy holidays. Mm-hmm. And then I ask them, what do you celebrate? Do you celebrate Christmas? They go, yeah. And I go, then why are we saying happy holidays? I get it. You know, we want to be sensitive to people, but I believe that more people celebrate Christmas than don't. So why are we trying to cater to people?
0: I don't know. I mean, it just seems that yeah, that the norm here, at least in the states, people I know celebrate Christmas. I, I think, man, honestly, in my life, I think I might have only met two people who made three people who don't celebrate Christmas. What do they celebrate? Uh, one of them, I don't know exactly what he celebrates, but, like, they don't, they don't, like, celebrate birthdays or anything, I th- I think. Is that Jehovah's Witness?
3: Oh, yeah, the Jehovah's, yeah, yeah man. It,
0: it's, I, I think. Um, and then one of them was, actually, I think uh, the other two of them were Jewish. So it's like, okay. it's not Christmas, but it's, I mean, you know, it's not the same, but equally different.
3: Uh, I think more atheists celebrate Christmas than people that celebrate Hanukkah, I bet. <laughs> At least here in America. Now yeah. don't quote me on any of these stats there though.
0: Oh yeah, 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 for sure. But um yeah, I mean it seems that like ninety percent of Americans and even ninety five percent of Christians celebrate Christmas.
3: You're telling me five percent of Christians don't celebrate
0: Yeah, that's kind of a weird one. I saw that and I was like, Well what happened to the other five percent? Shouldn't it be one hundred percent? Don't aren't Jehovah's Witnesses sort of Christians? I'm not sure on that one, bud. Cuz um, they believe in Christ, right? I mean, yeah. But maybe that's them. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I feel like well, cuz Christian is the all-encompassing term, isn't it? Um, uh probably, is it, yeah. Is it Catholics or Christians or Christians or Catholics? I can never remember. And that I may be making. I'm probably making that up. I probably got people so, yelling at me right now. So what's your
3: source on this 9 out of 10? Uh people uh, in America. Oh
0: yeah, this is celebrate. coming from from pewresearch.org. Um, okay, and it's actually Pretty incredible. It, uh, it was actually came out in 2017, so I would imagine the the numbers, you know, that's not going to affect the numbers as this was just posted on a, you know, this date to this date kind of study thing, but I'm
3: sure that more or less and less people are celebrating it these days. So I mean, maybe the numbers a little bit lower, but still 9 out of 10, 90% of uh, people um, or at least Americans celebrate it. W- why are we catering to uh, wh- literally the one percent, or rather the ten percent of people that don't? I think that's a little unfair. And at least you know that at least that that small percentage are the most offended by everything. It seems. <laughs> so we have to cater to them, otherwise they're going to do what exactly?
0: Uh, well, it's boycott and sanction and all that. But do you do boycott. You, uh, do you really think that it's the you think it's like the same? percentage of the like the 10 percent that don't that, and get mad do you think it's the same that get upset about you know something else just insignificant
3: well from what i understand like 15 percent are the it's like about 15 percent of actual americans are the ones that are offended by it so it's it seems like there's more uh, bigger percentage but it's still a very low percentage of people that are offended by things, and like I've always said, why are we caring about people that are so offended? What's wrong with being offended all of a sudden?
0: Yeah, well, I think you said it—that they're the ones that speak up the loudest, and that's they do have a lot voice. You know, who who gets stuff done is people who who yell the loudest. Um, but it's unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, so hey, have you uh, uh, ever pulled this? Have you ever pulled this move, Brandon, where someone's like
3: Mary, or uh, they say happy holidays, and you go? Merry Christmas! You give them, a, you give them the finger gun.
0: <laughs> no, because like I just I don't care enough. If they Merry Christmas, like I'm I'm same to you. And then they say Happy Holidays, I'm like same to you. Like stop talking to me, kind of thing. <laughs> like you know, imagine so I, if I, I this don't was care. the Star
3: Wars universe, and they were saying May the Force be with you, and you're like, uh, Yeah, Happy Force Day or something, right? Because Force is basically Christianity of the Star Wars world. So yeah. they're saying May the Force be with you. You're like. Uh, and you're supposed to say, and also with you, right? And also
0: with you. May yeah, the force,
3: yeah. a, and also with you. Like, yeah. what if they were saying, like, uh, oh, happy, uh, what, what's another word for force? <laughs> happy uh, Spirit Day or something, right? <laughs> they started saying, may the spirit be with you it all of a sp- sudden.
0: that Now that sounds a little Catholic, though.
3: Seeing that they're getting so woke in the, the Star Wars world lately, you know, um, I, I'm actually going to try to watch the latest episode of Star Wars, hopefully this weekend. But um, have you ever I'm, – I'm sort of straying off the point here, but have you watched the new Star Wars by chance?
0: No, I haven't. I've, I've got zero interest in it. I mean there might be a day that comes around that I get into it, but um, I, it, I've lost interest a long – many movies ago. Like around when Disney bought the whole franchise and changed everything up, I just kind of like, well, there, there went that. That was entertaining while it lasted. Yeah, you know, the episode
3: one was pretty lame, but it was it's something we all wanted was we wanted the backstory to Anakin, sure. and yeah. it was weird uh, that he, this this poor kid from Tatooine can build the 3PO and ride pod racers and there's Jar Jar Binks. It was a really weird one, but then number two came out, which is pretty rocking. Number three, Revenge of the Sith, it's pretty rocking. And then we had The Force Awakens with uh, this new chick mm-hmm. that – You know, granted, she had a lot of force in her, um, a lot of spirit. I guess I don't want to offend any of the Star Wars people here, but (laughs) she had a lot of spirit in her, and she could fight a Sith Lord with a lightsaber and nearly defeat him. Meanwhile, if you watch episode uh, 456, or no, it's five, Luke, with a little bit of training, supposed to be the one that is supposed to be Anakin Skywalker's kid, gets his arm chopped off. Yeah by the mean darth vader meanwhile the new girl from force awakens is this almighty powerful uh jedi without any training whatsoever Mm -hmm. all of a sudden so i think we're getting a lot of people that they're just waking up here in the the star wars world and sort of killing it for everybody like yourself but (laughs) i might say i must say the new star wars are actually pretty cool yeah um that force Awakens. I really don't like the story with the new girl. That's uh, supposed to be this all-powerful chick that fights a Sith Lord and, yeah. and nearly defeats him. Well, for me, it was one, pretty
0: much the same story as Episode Four. I mean, you got a couple differences and all that, but it, at its heart, it was just it was still the same, the same narrative.
3: Yeah, but you got there's a little bit more different dynamics there. The sure. bad guy is actually is, um, is actually from. He's a Skywalker essentially. He's mm-hmm. got Skywalker blood in him and. Um, you learn more about his past, uh, how Luke Skywalker was training him, spoilers, was <laughs> training him, and then uh, Luke was going to kill him in his sleep because he sensed so much bad in him that he was going to kill him in his sleep. And then the kid woke up and then, like, you know, was like, oh, Luke was trying to kill me and all this other stuff. And then it became this whole, he became a Sith Lord, and, and he ends up killing his dad, who is, uh, happens to be Harrison Ford as uh, Han Solo. He kills him spoiler yeah so many spoilers man you got so many people mad at you you know screw off if you haven't watched it by now it's been out for like two years we've had <laughs> i think <laughs> well, that's yeah, the, the limit there <laughs> and then but right now the mandalorian is super sweet it's what a great show that is it uses it's very well shot like as if it was one of the original movies oh really use a lot of puppets a lot of cgi all that let me ask you a question by the way i've been I, I really getting into disney plus and they have a lot of cool documentaries and one of them was about the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it touched on why he remastered all that stuff. And I thought that was pretty cool because he's like, everyone that I know was like, oh, they should have never remastered it. It was perfect the way it was, but yeah. I really have only seen it as the remastered version, and it's really good. The, the graphics are great. And he's like, dude, I really wanted to do it this way, but technology didn't yeah. ca- wasn't caught up with me yet. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing it all in this fashion, which is just great. I mean, he started... So many companies under lucasfilm limited that you know that they're doing all these brilliant computer graphics which they look so real and it's, it's really bringing this futuristic world to the future if you ask me
0: instead of puppets <laughs> yeah Please. right cgi all the way huh
3: yeah i mean the yoda is weird in the in the newer ones because we're Baby so used yoda? to seeing them as that puppet yeah but Oh, we're talking about uh, baby Yoda though, too, man. Yeah. Well, he's not baby Yoda. He's actually, his name is the child, but everyone seems to refer to him as baby Yoda because <laughs> it's the only thing they can recognize him as because it's a baby Yoda looking creature. Right. But it's called the child and it's supposed to be set after all the Star Wars happened. So.
0: Oh, so it's not even Yoda?
3: No, it's not. It's not supposed to be Yoda because it's set at the first order, mm. um, which is actually what's going on now in this world. So oh. it's probably, Um, it's like, it's, it's in the future of Luke Skywalker. Okay,
0: okay, I get it.
3: Well, that yeah. spoiled
0: that for me. God damn it. All right, well, that's well, fine. End, end of
3: Star Wars <laughs> rant.
0: Yeah, well, that, that got derailed real quick. But, uh, I mean, back to back to Christmas. I'm sure you've, I mean, just like everybody else has been doing your Christmas shopping, uh, I don't know if you have a running tally, but the last place you went in, was it Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays?
3: Oh, geez. It, it's hard to say because I, I am insensitive as a person, so whenever they do say that, I'll just say, I'll give them the finger guns and say Merry Christmas if they do say it, either way. you got to be um, careful with I, those
0: finger guns, though.
3: Yeah, they're gonna about to ban that, too, so yeah. I want to get my use out of it before they ban it. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, because I haven't really gone uh, shopping very much. I've done all my uh, shopping through Amazon. Oh. God, I love Amazon. It really makes last-minute shopping super easy, and I don't have to leave. I can be naked in my buckies jam as well. I do it well,
0: here. You took us on a star Wars aside. I want to take us on an Amazon aside. Is Amazon evil? You know, I don't think so. I think people are complaining about
3: the work environment and such. And I, I can, I can sympathize with that, but you know, they, they are literally choosing that job. So if you don't want that job, you can leave, you know, it's just America after all. And I don't think they're evil at all, man. When somebody creates a good product like that and everybody wants it, how it, it Maybe it could be bad in some senses, but it makes us lazier. It makes us not want to go and interact with people, I guess, if you want to call it like that. But for me, I think it's a godsend. It gives me more opportunities to do other
0: things than spend my time at a store. Yeah, you got a point there. Um, I think that the people, and this is what I think is just kind of weird. You get some people who will, you know, say Amazon's so evil and everything, but it's like it's the people that made Amazon. Like, without the people buying their products, they, they, they would have went bust,
3: you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's called capitalism. That's why it's amazing. <laughs> if you guys really hate it that much, stop using it.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of my, my thing. I mean, I don't really use it just because I'd much rather – I mean, and we're getting way, way aside here. But let me get us back, back on track here. Uh, what about uh, government, property, and nativity scenes? What, what's your thoughts on that?
3: Well, okay, I can sympathize as a libertarian. Listen, man, we need to separate church and state. Um, we shouldn't be spending money uh, or having having Confederate statues on government property. It's fine to have it on uh, – not government property, public property. It belongs to us, um, and I think it should reflect all of us. Now, I, like I said, 90% of people celebrate it, so we should be able to vote on such things. But we, I do sympathize, and I am a libertarian, so I think we should separate that completely. So – Um, I think having the nativity scenes on government or public property probably shouldn't happen because, of course, someone's paying for it. You know what's really pissing me off about public stuff lately? I'm driving to Dallas, and I see these light-up signs that tell you to buckle up, you know? And Mm -hmm. one of them, it's like they're saying, um, uh, you'll be sorry, you know, like Yule time. You'll be sorry, only Rudolph uh, drives lit, you know? And I was like, dude, this is such a waste of freaking government money where well, we're paying somebody to come up with these stupid little clips. There was, an, there was another one in Austin that said something, the rise of the drunken driver, Baby Yoda. Oh, see. yeah, the Star you know, Wars-themed ones? The Star Wars-themed one. It's like somebody's writing this, and for Christ's sake, have you gotten in your car and didn't put your seatbelt on and drove a little bit? Does, not, does your car not beep at you like crazy to put your seatbelt on?
0: Mine will, absolutely. Why do we need signs lit up to do that? Well, I mean, that's not their main purpose. They, they are useful for, like, the amber alerts and silver alerts and
1: all that. Absolutely. So you, Absolutely. So you figure
0: with those sayings, they're just – they're getting more value. Like, if you break it down to a cost per use, using them for these however – you know, if you call them just useless, arbitrary sayings, like, you're getting more use out of the sign, therefore cutting the, co- the per-use cost down. And you and I actually happen to both know somebody who works for that department that – I thought that's funny that you bring that up. Um, Who, work? Who do we know? I'm not going to mention any names on air, but I'll tell you off air. Um, so we
3: know somebody. Okay, maybe yeah. we can, I can yell at them and be like, listen, there was <laughs> one I was driving down the street earlier this uh, this evening when I got to dinner with the folks. Uh-huh. Um, it said, like, uh, oh, catch the men's basketball game at this time. And I was like, that's an appropriate use of that sign. I would say we- so, yeah. And don't, we don't need this drunk driving thing. It's like, we all know drunk driving is illegal and we shouldn't do it. Why do we need these signs that are all clever that, oh, you know what, I just had a few drinks. Uh, Baby Yoda wouldn't do this myself. And only, rain, only uh, Rudolph rides lit. You know mm-hmm. what, I think I'm gonna call me an Uber. It's like ridiculous. That's, if you, people are still going to drive drunk regardless. Now, I don't, I don't approve of it. They no. shouldn't, they're gonna kill somebody. Mm-hmm. But we already know it's bad. Don't waste my money. Our money on putting these stupid signs where you pay somebody to write this clever little quip on a freaking sign that's meant for, tel- meant for information like Amber Alerts or, uh, or traffic alerts, you know, anything but telling us, hey, don't drink and drive. Hey, put your seatbelt on. Any of these things, you're wasting my money. You're wasting my time. Figure it out. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, I mean, I could honestly just care less, like whatever. But I get that. Hey, man. Yeah. It's well, your money. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, I I agree. But I mean, with this corrupt, especially as the city of Austin is, like, your money's not going anywhere that it should be going. You know. Uh, but that's— Going
3: to a public library that nobody goes to.
0: I can't get to it. I, I mean, there's nowhere to park. Oh wait. How are you gonna park there? It's not for me. <laughs> if you got to park to get to the downtown branch of the library, it's not for you.
3: Yeah, making it look like the damn Taj Mahal and everything. <laughs> oh, they should have just. I think for the money that they spent on that, they probably could have given everybody in the town uh, a laptop or at least free internet or something, so we can access uh, the the information we need.
0: Yeah, how much did they spend on that? Do you know off the top of your head? Bill hundreds. Oh man,
3: hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars, dude. I don't know, but it's up there and. I was against it. I vote against that kind of stuff. You know, I vote against all, any of those propositions or those bonds, um, bond propositions. I'm just not going to give Austin any more
0: money. Yeah. Well, it's they do use cool. what they get accordingly for what they say they should. So, I mean, I, I can I, – I see, I see your hesitance to that. Um, well, is... does
3: this phone do two-way? We, we don't get extra calls on this, do we?
0: No, so you're, you're tying it up right now. I'm tying up the line. Was there anything else I can add while, I, uh, while I'm on? No, I think that was it. It was just, you know, a quick handful of facts just pretty much saying that uh, the Merry Christmas is on decline, whereas either people saying happy holidays or they're just completely impartial uh, is on the rise.
3: Yeah, man. And I, I do want to add one last thing before I yeah. go. Is out of 135 episodes, this is the one episode that I am not present at.
0: Man, that is that's, that is absolutely correct. And I've I've been around for most of those 135. Actually, probably right. 100 of them. I Over 100, was, at least. I think 35 may have been my first one. Project Bluebeam, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, I'm going to let you go, man. Times. You're
3: doing a good job. I'll probably call in a little later. I'm watching the show, so don't mess the show up. God
0: damn it. God damn. <laughs> all right, I'll do what I can. No promises, but that is it. All right, man. That's right. All right, all right, guys. That was probably my one saving grace, and uh, it's only been twenty-five minutes, so I've got a whole other hour to try and stitch this thing together. Buckle up your seatbelts, because we're we're going for a ride. So we're going to move from that. So basically, is Christmas offensive? If if you're still hanging on the line and want to get your uh, your thought in on that, give me just. I'm going to put that number up, and you can go ahead and give us a call and. Let me know. Is Christmas offensive to you? Do you prefer somebody to say Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas or vice versa? Either way, we're going to move on. Uh, Holiday movies. Everybody likes to snuggle in. Um, Watch a good movie or a bad movie just depending on your taste of movies. I personally only watch good movies. And I, and I, I really mean good movies. But doesn't mean I, I haven't caught some bad movies before. And that's what I want to go over. I want to go over the, the season's best and worst uh, movies. What, uh, if you're out there, what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Give us a call. I'll say mine, probably my favorite Christmas movie is going to be Die Hard all day. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I will repeat that. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Now, of course, in that you've got the Home Alones. Uh, How about the Barney, Night Before Christmas? This is just some random list that I pulled up just on the fly. If you've seen any of these, Saving Christmas. Is that a good one? I've never heard of that one. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Everybody knows that song. Oh, what about a Christmas story? Have you seen the second part? Thought so. Either way, uh, this is a very short-lived topic i thought it would uh i'd get a little more out of it or at least find a better list so i need somebody to call in and at least tell me why i'm wrong that die hard is the best christmas movie ever hell i'll even go out there and say die hard is the best movie made ever i'm sure somebody's somebody's screaming at themselves right now um, but either way i'm gonna run through we got home alone four number one at the worst movie oh that's the same freaking list And this show is going to just steadily go on a decline, folks. So I hope you're ready for this ride. Um, I just recently watched The Muppets' Christmas Carol, the one with Scrooge and everything. Uh, Not terrible. Um, You know what? I'll even go out on a limb and say it was good. I'm glad I watched a good Christmas movie because, I mean, to me, that's an oxymoron. A good Christmas movie, I mean, if you really think about it, come on. I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. I don't get into the hype. I'm like like uh, Carlos and I were saying. It's um, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa. Like I don't care. Stop talking to me. Like just I want to pay for my stuff and leave your store as fast as I can, that kind of thing. So, you know, and I've never been included on those those polls before. And I would I would love to get that that random phone call. Just hey, do you have a few minutes to take a survey on Christmas? Why yes. Yes, I do. Or any any political one, uh, anything. I'd give them my phone number. That number's right down there. Call me. Moving on. Uh, food. Christmas and Thanksgiving. What's what's the difference? If you were to really look at the food dishes, uh, let's see. Let's look at some Christmas dishes right here. Uh, apple cider. That's not a normal at, at my family. Or... Boiled custard, but definitely the chocolate fudge. We got Christmas cookies, cranberry sauce. I think eggnog has probably made uh, made an appearance in there somewhere. Um, but what uh, what about fruitcake, gingerbread, all that good stuff. You got Christmas ham. Hello, caller. You are on the air. Caller. Hi. Hey.
4: Hey, are you able to hear me?
0: I am able to hear you. Caller, what's your name?
4: My name is Kara, and I want
0: to talk about Christmas movies. You want to talk about Christmas movies? Yeah. All right. What's your What's your top three best movies? Count them down. Top three best.
4: Top three be- uh, Christmas best.
0: Top three. Uh, let's Let's start with your favorite Christmas movies.
4: Okay. Uh, glad you brought it up earlier. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. Got to be watched every year. Adaptation okay. of a classic, but uh, with a killer performance by, uh, uh, oh, my God, what's his name? Um, the guy that plays Scrooge. Oh, uh,
0: Kane. Michael Kane?
4: Michael Kane, yeah. yes. You, you know,
0: that guy is also in *Miscongeniality*.
4: He's been in a lot of stuff.
0: True, but he's also been in *Miscongeniality*.
4: Congeniality. <laughs> okay. Uh, extra knowledge point for you, host. All right. Um, yeah, so Muppet Christmas Carol, number two. Pretty new to the Christmas scene. Um, I would go with Anna and the Apocalypse. It is a zombie musical set at Christmas. Okay, I, I, I'll yep. give you that one. Yeah. All right, and then uh, three. I don't have a third.
0: You don't have. Those a are third. my
4: two most favorite.
0: I mean, Die Hard doesn't even make it in the in a. In a oh space
4: well, okay. Yeah, sorry, I kind of blanked on die, die Hard. There, I do enjoy Die Hard, but I enjoy it throughout the year, not just at Christmas.
0: But it is filmed during Christmas, so therefore, it is a Agreed. Christmas movie.
4: Agreed. Yes. Yeah, so. but I will indulge it throughout the year. I feel like the others are relegated just to the Christmas time.
0: What do you mean? You can't watch uh, well, well, I can't. Anna and the the apocalypse. You can't watch that in, let's say, July.
4: I probably could. I just don't know that I would. Maybe that's a me thing. Hmm. I'm sure somebody out there could. I mean, we call them Christmas movies, quote-unquote, for a reason, not just because they're at Christmas, but because we watch them especially at Christmas.
0: So if somebody were to watch, let's say let's say I get in my car after the show, I drive home, driving around in my automobile... Go home and I and I slap in um, I don't know. Let's say super bad. Would that make it a Christmas movie? No. But that's that's what you you
4: didn't watch it especially because it was Christmas time. But I could. You watched it because it's a funny movie.
0: But I could maybe something at Christmas could spark you know that (laughs) that urge to want to watch it right. Therefore, it would be okay.
4: So, to that, I would mention the movie "Just Friends" with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris and Amy Smart uh, from the early two thousands, mid two thousands. It is a movie that takes place at Christmas. What was that movie called? Uh, Just friends. Yeah, just friends. Hmm.
0: I've never heard of that, but apparently, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a forty-two percent. I don't know if no. that makes my my cutoff for uh, for a good movie. Um, like as I said, I'm I'm very big on only watching good movies. Hmm. See forty-two percent right there. The audience score seventy-one percent. So you got a little okay. little difference there, and I, I wonder what. What would cause something, something like that? I wonder if that's what
4: you would consider a cult classic.
0: You know, it might be. It's got a small, dedicated hardcore. But Ryan Reynolds yeah. does
4: he have a uh, a cult following? I mean, I think he just has a following, man.
0: Just a following. Are you a Ryan Reynolds follower? He was um, not not super oh, bad. The I other guy, Deadpool, Ryan right?
4: Reynolds, since he was in Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Place. That sounds hey, like an orgy. we go way back.
0: That sounds like an orgy. You
4: they see? later shortened the title to just two guys and a girl when one of them had a job change, and they weren't all at the pizza place anymore. Oh. Fun fact. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anywho, I just wanted to call in and weigh in on my Christmas movies. Okay. Highly recommend that if you would like to check out what some 70-ish percent would consider a good movie –
0: uh, just Friends. Uh, you know, Caller, just for that, I will put it on my list of movies to check out. Uh, it'll have a little more weight to it being good because it's coming off of a off of a viewer uh, recommendation. I'll give it a try. You- Tune in next week for my full review of Just Friends. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that sounds great. Thanks so
0: much, Hard Hat. Excellent. Have a good night. All right. Uh, so there we go. Got you all some recommendations for questionably good Christmas movies? We'll find out. Um, I've never heard of it, so who knows? Anyway, moving on to food, because, man, I miss food. I don't know if y'all have been listening, but uh, I had some wisdom teeth pulled, uh, I guess, last week. And, oh, another caller. Caller, you are on the air. Yeah, hey, this is Jeff the Texan. Oh, Jeff the Texan. How you doing, buddy? feel like it's uh, been a while since I've heard from you. Man, well, what is all this
3: crap about Die Hard being a Christmas movie all of a sudden? You don't think Die Hard is a
0: Christmas movie? Boy, where, where are they celebrating Christmas in that movie? Uh, Pretty much throughout the, I think, in almost every scene, there's some element of Christmas. Yeah, there's a little bit of Christmas in it, but is he trying to make it home for Christmas?
3: Does he meet Santa Claus? Does he give out any presents besides death? Come on, man, this is not a Christmas movie. I don't care. Everyone's like, "Oh, I like Die Hard as a movie. It's a Christmas movie." BS. I say this. I think that's a lame excuse.
0: You really so these pictures that I'm about to put up on uh, on the screen here of Bruce Willis wearing the Santa hat. You don't remember this scene? Boy, let me tell you, you got corn in your ear. When is he trying to make it home for Christmas? Uh, I think he's trying to get back to his wife, who is being held hostage by, by Hans Hans Gruber. Shoot,
3: Hans glass. Gruber! I tell you what, boy, this is some BS. Now it's no
0: classic movie like Home Alone. I mean, it's I'm no not classic movie like The Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. It's not a classic movie. Okay, Jeff the Texan. What uh, what is what what's your all time favorite Christmas movies? Let me tell you something. It
3: has got to be the Santa Claus with my boy Tim Allen. Huck, huck, huck. That's okay. my version of what he says there. Er, er, er. <laughs> all right. What's your
0: number two? Well, you know I gotta say that Home Alone number three probably the best one of them all. Home Alone number three? That's right, boy. Uh, you know, I don't even know that I've seen Home Alone 3, Jeff the Texan. Well, if you haven't seen it, you should get off your little rear end and get over there, boy, and watch it. And it's know, on Disney+. Plus. You know, I'll, uh, I'll put it on the list just behind uh, Just Friends. And then what, yeah. what, what's your and number three?
3: What's this, what's this crap about Ryan Reynolds? This, this turd boy over here, he's not funny. No? No.
0: He, he's a piece of, can I say this? Yeah, you can say it's right. after 10. Oh, whoa. Oh. Easy there, buddy. That's right. I'll beat that. I'll beat his ass any day. And you
3: know, he he's one handsome gentleman, I must say. You know, he's a sexy. I mean, he's a he's a he's
0: a good guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a good guy. Those don't you, What do you think about those eyes? Some people say they're kind of dreamy.
3: Well, let me say, man, he's got some pretty Have you seen his pectoral muscles? I I have not. I'm I'm strained from the fact. I don't like him.
0: No, of course not. I I it's obvious you don't like him. And, and I'm not gay I, either. No. No, of course not. I never I just want to make that make that make that clear, okay, boy? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Well, so you're let's get back to this Die Hard thing. Yeah. Let's do it. Just because it's set during Christmas time makes it a
0: Christmas movie? Yes. I I think that's the rule is that the movie has to take place during Christmas time. Now, but, you, you can make that exception that, yes, it's a movie to be seen at Christmas, is also a Christmas movie, but if Christmas takes place during the movie, it is a Christmas movie. I must disagree. I think a Christmas movie should have a Christmas theme. And what's a Christmas theme? Is, is the, Chris, the holiday of Christmas in the storyline not theme enough? I just don't think that just
3: because something happens during Christmas makes it a Christmas story. Like my my wife gets arrested during Christmas time for drinking too much. She read them signs and she neglected to heed their warning and mm-hmm. decided to drive and get drunk. And I got to break her out. Does not make it a Christmas movie. Mm.
0: I get it. I you mean, understand that... what I'm saying, there, boy? Yeah, I I guess I guess I can see that. Um... Is your wife's name uh, Rudolph by any chance? Did I ever watch Rudolph? No, is your wife's name Rudolph by any chance? Well, I do call her Rudy during times, yeah. Mm, all right. Well, yeah, because I've I've only heard that only Rudolph should should drive lit. And I, I've never well, personally per- known a Rudolph.
3: Boy, you, you be reading too much of them signs, wasting my money, wasting your money. I think we
0: should just throw them signs away. You should burn them. Burn them. Burn them. Well, that's all I got, boy. You, you keep them killing out of your ears, and uh, I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, Jeff. We'll talk to you later, bud. All right. Thank you. All right. Ooh, all right. That was interesting. Uh, Jeff the Texan, you know, he used to be a regular uh, call-in way back in the day when, um, man, before we were way back in the Kalos studios. He'd make an appearance every now and then. He's always got that spittoon. I'm sure he's spitting right now. Yep, I, I, I could I could kind of feel it. Anyway, hey, if anybody else wants to get out their uh, their favorite Christmas movies, phone line is open. Just call that number and uh, let's tell me why Die Hard is not the greatest Christmas movie ever, or tell me it is. I want you to tell me it is. Just just appease me, please. Anyway, we're gonna move on to Christmas foods or Christmas foods and Thanksgiving foods. What's the difference? Cause uh, I, I mean I know staples in my family. For Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving is turkey, ham, mashed potatoes. Uh, I even wrote them down. Where is it? Cranberries, uh, pies of a few sorts, green beans, obviously, Uh, candied yams. Uh, For some reason, olives and pickles in my family were always real consistent on that, and I got no problem with it. Um, Like I said, I think eggnog has made an appearance every now and then a couple times. Um, And then... Clicking over, let's go. You know, to the Thanksgiving. According to the Wikipedia's here, it's. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. That's stuffing the turkey, side dishes. This is where everybody gets. You know, of course, you got to have your stuffing, but we got mashed potatoes and obviously the gravy with the cranberry sauce. All right. Uh, sweet potatoes. Yeah, those are always a staple of my family. But um, I eat like I've got the the palate of a 12 year old. Uh, So there's really only, like, six things I would eat. Uh, Seven. We'll call it seven. Uh, Two of which consist of the ice cream food group. Uh, The rest are just, you know, very simple, basic things. I'm easy to cook for, pretty much. I don't get too experimental. But we got green bean casserole. That's always there. Um, What else are we looking at? Uh, Beets, celery, stuff like that. Brussels sprouts. Uh, I think we've been more cauliflower- Once again, I don't like that kind of stuff. Um, But, you know, just moving on even farther down, you know, some people even do freaking oysters. That's, those people are insane. But, of course, you got the macaroni and cheese. Uh, Not a cheese fan. So you can imagine I don't do the mac and cheese. And, of course, at least in my family, we have got to have pictures of sweet tea. Got to have it. Got to have the sweet tea. Anyway, if you're out there watching and you wanna help me get out of this endless loop here, Mm -hmm. give me a call. Let me know what your um what your favorite dishes are. What are your worst favorite dishes? What are your worst dishes? You know, what is something you absolutely hate at the holiday dinner table? Is it cranberry sauce? Is it the jellied cranberry sauce? Because that's my favorite. Comes out of a can, I'll eat that shit straight out of a can. So good. And with my since I had my wisdom teeth removed, that's probably all I'm going to be eating is just straight from the can. But it is what it is. I do what I can. So anyway, um, oh, i got to put that back. Yeah, there we go. Getting sidetracked here. But uh, let's see. You know, what's the deal with eggnog? Isn't it just like egg whites and rum? kind of nasty. Kind of nasty. Anybody done a turducken? You want to call in and tell me your story about a turducken? Either way, let me know. I I am not I don't eat most of the stuff that people eat at the holidays. So, it, it's a lost cause on me on telling me, "Oh, it's so good. It's so good." I'm probably not going to eat it. But either way, we're going to take a just a quick little break cuz I've got a Got to use the facilities. We'll be right back. But until then, I'm going to leave you with um, with an interesting video. Let's just say that.
3: Good morning, y'all. Good morning. What are y'all doing out here today?
5: Well, we're trying to warn the Episcopal Church that if they keep teaching people to sin, they're going to have to answer to God for it. Mary, you're not supposed to have women preachers. Not supposed to be marrying homosexuals. How come? Because the Bible says not to. Now look, if you want to go open a social club and don't call yourself having anything to do with the Bible, do what you want to do, but when you don the name of Christ and you call yourself a follower of Christ, which is what these churches do, you got one text you're supposed to go to faithfully, and it's called the Bible. So what they do is start carving out big exceptions to satisfy the flesh of the parishioners to which i say then what are you a preacher of these women come up and tell me i'm a preacher i say the bible says no women preachers well i'm making an exception well can you not see every human can make an exception then there's no bible left what are you a preacher of if you call yourself a preacher of the lord jesus christ you need to follow what christ said And that is no fornication, no adultery, no divorce, remarriage, no homosexuality, no idolatry, no blasphemy, no murder, no warmongering, no abortion. Now, you know these churches, especially this one, teaches the opposite. That's why we picket churches every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday Sunday of the year for 28 years. We've been outside these churches all over America.
3: And you guys just go around and tour everywhere? Just trying to start? Are you guys from Kansas originally? We're from Kansas. We we just
5: travel a lot. And wherever we travel, whether it's even a personal vacation, we build in some Sunday pickets, because we realized about a year into these 28 years that where this thing fell apart was in the pulpits. It used to be that faithful preachers married to one woman for life warned of sin, warned of hell, and preached what the Bible actually says. The zeitgeist has changed. It's a curse of God on this land for its pride that you've got over 600,000 houses of worship with over 1 million clergy, without exception, lying to you. Ruinous lies, ravenous wolves as hateful and selfish as any human could be. What could be more hateful than taking away hope and putting people on the broad path to hell? What could be more hateful than that? All we're saying is, don't do that. We are pleading the case for repentance. Repentance for sin. You can't repent without stopping it. And that's it, that's why we're here. It's just that blessedly simple. How do y'all afford to tour around? Just, we work. And, you know, everybody has a little discretionary income. We're very frugal. We live modest lives, and it's a priority for us. We care for the soul of our fellow man. Hence we do very it cool. against all comers. So does that answer your question? Thank you very much. Yeah, and may I ask who you are and what's your whole game? I'm with Emergency Exit. My name is Carlos. Carlos, nice it's to meet pleasure you. Pleasure to meet I'm Margie you Margie Phelps. Hi Margie. Thank
3: pleasure. you. Pleasure. Thank you all. Be safe out there? Yes, thank you. We shall be.
5: I'm gonna grab this walk.
0: Old dude's wife, isn't it? Fred?
6: Margie, yeah. Isn't it? Maybe. And come to God if I see hate. We have love. Where's the love? We have love. Wow. Okay. So how do you love if you show hate? That doesn't make any sense. Absolutely no sense. Oh wow, oh, pff, amazing. So you do not have the hate, but you're preaching the hate. So you are supporting the hate. You are supporting the hate. Huh? His hate is not like a human being. His hate is a perfect decision, a perfect. How is it perfect? How is it perfect? Because he's perfect. How, he perfect. how is he perfect? How is he perfect? If he hates people, how is he perfect? So that doesn't sound like perfect. Why would he create an imperfect being if he was perfect? How would he, How would he be perfect if he created an imperfect being? That doesn't make any sense, huh? Because he wants to. That's what because he, wa- he wants to just play with us, then? He wants to just play with you and watch you guys bicker and argue with each other and hate each other and call each other sinners? You are a sinner. You have no right to hate. You should say God needs you. For you are a sinner and you are, and you are judging, yes. He will make what he wants and do what he wants with it. That's what the Bible says. So if he makes a vessel of wrath... So, no, so we have no choice at all. Wow, amazing. That doesn't have read the Bible like so then why do they, have a, oh, they don't have a choice? The Bible is full of contradictions, but it is also full of a good message. It is oh, there's tons of contradictions. Oh, it says, no, why does he command people to go and rape and kill entire villages and yet condemns it at the same same book? Why does he do this? He calls it his creation that way. Amazing. Why does he need to dispose yeah, of it if he I mean, created he can it? Amazing. that So we're under the under the rule of a tyrant. God under God the rule of a tyrant. God. I do not believe we the that, that he would be a tyrant. Oh yeah. Well, I, do, I will not follow something that preaches hate against the fellow human beings. Yeah. yeah. God oh, to come down to your No, I believe that, that he does he views God to do what you not, like. not at all. I believe in a higher power that that commands blood and camaraderie between and all and people, not just a select few. And I helped him out. He, he selected just a few. And I don't know the situation. That's fucking do I great. He escaped But wouldn't have been even a the ark. Oh, really? How was he able to fit every one of every animal inside that ark? How was he able to fit every one of every animals? I was way because the just- opposite. That's not at all. I think that's what you want. I think that's exactly all what you want. It's not up to you to you judge and condemn. And, and you are not God Himself. You that. cannot judge these people. <laughs> <preach his> <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. How? What are you doing to actually convert these people? You're not doing anything. He says to do that: to preach the word and live among. Yes, he does. Yes. You won't find a verse in the Bible that says go convert people. Oh yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. Oh really? He criticizes and then he comm- and then he and then he promotes it. He says not to kill and then he commands his followers to kill. Where's the where's the
0: word? Where you- All right, that's that's enough of that. If, uh, if y'all recognize any of that, that's uh that's the Westboro Baptist Church when they were here. They were protesting the Episcopalian something something something. Carlos and I covered that. Uh, man, that was that was a little while ago. Uh, that was a good good night or a good good morning actually. It was kind of early in the morning we went and covered that and he got to talk with them and got some other stuff with them and got to see their their ways and it's uh it's interesting to actually see them in person uh and actually doing their numbers are not near what you would probably think that they are um at least at this rally they were very small um but it's it's really it's really kind of sad like with the kids, like you see the kids there we tried to uh get the kids to talk to us just a little bit about we wanted to know like what you know what was their favorite what's their favorite subject in school you know uh what what they like to do in school as far as like what's their favorite subject, but you know they've their parents got a... they rule them with an iron fist um and we got to actually see that like kind of in person so um I don't to say disturbing, but uh, questionable at best. Um, you know, but that's, uh, you know, what are you going to do about stuff like that? Anyway, um, I figured I would take this time since I blew kind of through my talking points rather quickly. Um, you know, it's hard to fill 90 minutes, y'all. Don't judge me. It's my first time doing this all solo. I figured um, this would be a good time to go through and maybe pull up. Carlos does a good job of pulling up some random videos, you know, to watch at the end of uh, every episode. And I thought now would be a good time to maybe go through, and I'm trying to stall for time and find some wherever they are in, in our shared drive. And figure figured we can go over them because, let's be honest, Jimmy likes to and derail the show. Sorry, Jimmy. Love you, bud. But you know it's true. Um... And we don't end up getting to most of them or at least getting to view view them with everybody because, you know, he talks and we still get to see him. And I think some of them are pretty freaking hilarious. And I'm just trying to find them right now, so bear with me, people. This is a terrible show, but you're stuck with me. So let's... uh, Ah, where... there we go. All right, we're going to go through... And, oh, man. Got too excited, people. Oh, hey, if you're out there watching and you think this is just an absolute shit show of a show, let me know. Let me know what I'm doing wrong, what I can uh, do to make it better. Or you just want to call in and spout some nonsense. I'm always down for that, too. Um either way let's get into this first video Uh, she was really feeling that that heartache i uh, i think I think we've all been there though people come on there's there's we've, we've all had that moment where you know that music just hits that it's that soul in your heart and you can't help but just let it flow out oh we got to call her thank goodness hello caller you are on the air hey how you
1: doing it's rob
0: rob my man i was wondering if you were gonna call in today or if i scared you off how you doing bud
1: Hi, I'm doing great. How are you
0: doing? Oh man, I've been better. I've also been worse. I uh, I'm probably right in the middle. You ready for Christmas? Uh I mean, sure, I suppose. I mean it's it's a bigger deal to my family than it is to me. I'm kinda I'm just impartial to the whole thing, but I get it, you know, to my parents it means a lot, so you know, you, you do what you gotta do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just I just it seems like I, I asked a couple people today if they were like ready for christmas and they're just like well i'm just ready for it to be over so yeah well, i think Me, it, my- i think
0: it gets so worked up that by the time it does get here people are like god ah, let's just get it over with you know
1: well i imagine there's going a lot of a lot of politics talking at the table this year i mean
0: that's that's always the case though um you know cuz what was it a couple years ago the starbucks with that whole thing they took off the the Merry Christmas or I don't know, man. I just I think people just get too too mixed up. Yeah, like in the politics behind it and don't see it for, you know, it's a time you to just be with your family, be with your friends, the ones you love and just enjoy it. And, you know, hey, let's just one year forget about buying all the gifts and shit for everybody. And let's just let's do like it'll be a Thanksgiving 2.0.
1: Well, actually, I like giving gifts to people. Yeah. I, I, cause I, I tend to be that kind of. I get people stuff that they would love to have, but they would never get for themselves. Sure. All right. And it just, yeah, I don't know. It's a vicarious thrill to make someone happy or something. Is
0: it? Is it a little less weird to have like a, a set, agreed upon date to give it to them? And let's say you gave it to them on like maybe May eighteenth, just randomly. <laughs>
1: No, man, that it usually don't work. Like that. No, yeah, well that's well no,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like Christmas is that time for to give that gift that as you said, you know, somebody wants but they'd never get for themselves and you like giving them and Christmas is that perfect opportunity for you versus like I said, instead of like, hey, it's May eighteenth, Mary, whatever, I got you this kind of thing. So you get to kind of do that under the guise of I mean not under the guise, not like knocking it or anything, but I, I get it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's weird cuz throughout the year if I'm a chef, I got a lot of kids working under me. Yeah. But uh whenever I hear people uh say they're interested in something, I'll go on the internet and and get something that relates to it and give it to them. I'm just like, "Why don't you go do this? You know, you're interested in something, you ought to go get it and check it out, do it." Yeah, you got to uh, you got to take that leap. And then my other ritual is whenever I run into a, 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 like at work, you know, one of the girls is pregnant, going to have a baby or something, like, I've probably done this for 20 people now. I, I always give them uh, the first Walter the Farting Dog book, and then they have a Walter the Farting Dog <laughs> doll yeah. okay. that actually farts. Yeah. And, you know, they've made... They make the New York Times bestseller list all the time. It's actually a good book, and the kids end up making them read it to them three or four times a day. So it's like revenge, long plan revenge on people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've never uh, heard of that. I just pulled it up to, to look at it, and I'm, uh, I've am i never heard of this book. But, you know, well, I, might... I tell
1: you, there's six of them, and they've all been on the New York Times bestseller list. And not because uh, the Republican National Convention uh, committee buys all of uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s books to put it on the t- you know bestseller list. Is it that, actually makes it. You got, is that, that what happened? Yeah, you got it up. Is that what happened? They all they all bought him to uh, to
0: skew the numbers.
1: What for? You didn't hear about the whole Eric um, Donald Trump Jr. controversy? His book came out. The one where he's uh, driving in a car past Arlington Cemetery, and it made him think about how much his family has sacrificed and suffered because people talk mean about him,
0: uh-uh.
3: you know,
1: as opposed to the dead soldiers, you know.
0: No, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, the
1: Republican committee bought like 10 or 20,000 copies because nobody's going to buy a book by Donald Trump Jr., let's face it.
0: I mean, I'm sure some people would. I mean, I I get what you're saying, but I mean, I'm sure, you know, a, a handful of you know maybe hundreds or thousands probably did. But I mean, if that yeah, if they, if they pulled all the money and said, hey yeah, uh, Barnes and Noble, give us ten thousand copies, like yeah, that's 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 nefarious. I I, I see that. But yeah, I never.
3: And I'm, I'm not
1: saying I'm sure there's some Democrats that I'm sure there's been times it's happened on the Democratic side too. But it seems to be very prevalent on the Republican side. Sure.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know, you'll find I'm I'm a little less in tune with the politics than Jimmy and Los. I mean, I I'm I'm around all the same stuff because we put all the links together. But when it comes to like that, I never heard of that. And honestly, I I I'm probably going to forget it the moment I leave this studio. You know what I mean? Like. I hate how divisive the politics have become, but it's like it's almost become a, a normal, you know.
1: Well, you're lucky because the, the politics—it just drives me crazy that our—that uh, you don't think about it, but I think about it. I've been thinking about it since Richard Nixon. Yeah. But I just—I just keep wondering what's going on with people's common sense and whatever happened to where we had a. We all believed in the same set of facts, and that's what drives me crazy, is yeah. that, like, I'm like, 50% of this country is just batshit crazy, man.
0: Mm-hmm. You yeah, watch Fox got...
1: News, and you're in another universe, man. They, yeah, they when don't have got anything different... on their reality base.
0: Yeah, when you when you got different sides arguing different facts, you can't, like, nothing, you can't relate anything. It's not even apples to oranges, because
1: they're not similar in any way. And I mean, well, I'll tell you, the the two things that did it was Newt Gingrich in the 90s and uh, Fox News, because I don't even think Fox News should be allowed on the air, because I don't think they're giving news. You know, they they poll those people, and 75% of them think uh, Saddam Hussein brought down the 9-11 towers, right. and they just believe this alternate set of crazy facts, and it drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, well... You know that's weird that you say that you you want them to to be pulled. Like what what what's a reputable well, not resource that you go to? Well, they need to just
1: say, "Hey, we are a political arm of the Republican Committee, mm-hmm. and you, if you listen to us, it's it's our opinion. It ain't that. Yeah, I don't I don't want them off the air all the way, but we need to make a definition that what they're doing is not news. Hmm. It's not.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, and like.
1: I, I can't really have the discussion or argument with you because, like you said, you're kind of removed from politics, and that's great. That's great. And by the way, <laughs> I don't think you did a crappy job tonight. I think you did pretty good. Oh,
0: man. That that means a lot from you because I think you, uh, you've you watched us from our very first episode in here.
1: I've watched quite a few of them, man. I try not to miss it on Monday night, just my, my little go-to show at 10 o'clock <laughs> on, on public access.
0: Well, that's awesome to hear, Rob. We, uh, we're glad that you, you take time to, to give us a call. And I know Jimmy and Los both like you. I think Los yeah, probably sometimes hates tonight? you, but, you know, we, you know it's, a, it's a good relationship, you know? Where are the boys? Uh, they went home for the holidays or Christmas, whatever you want to call it. Where do they live? Oh, Carlos called in earlier. He's up in the Dallas area. And Jimmy, I'm not even, I, I think that guy is from uh, Middle Earth. But I could be wrong. I was about
1: to say some bump up Kentucky. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I mean, no, I, he's a
0: good guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're both good people. Um, yeah, they went home, and I'm, I'm, you know, they left me here. They're like, hey, you got a show to do Monday, bud, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll do what I can, boys. Well, you're doing
1: great, man.
0: You're doing great. <laughs> Thanks, man. I got, I got 26 more minutes left. Actually, uh, 24. So we're gonna try and hold it together. I was looking for some videos from our old uh shows pulling up, but I mean they're they're all right. They're questionable at best, but um yeah, it's just hard to uh to do a political show when you know, I, I know enough about what's going on. I, I loosely follow the stuff going on, but I'm not in I'm not vested in it. Like I, I could care less either way. I just kinda wanna see you know, both sides of the aisle working together. You know, somebody moderate that can, you know, because there's so much tribalism going on. It's the this side is against the other side just for the sole reason because they're not on their side, and that's applicable to either direction, whichever way across the political spectrum. You know. Well, uh,
1: I really, I really do believe the the one youngster there. uh, I think he really is. It was Jimmy's theory that he's really just trolling people because he just seems too intelligent. To have those viewpoints it always seems like he's looking for that uh what can I say to make the argument get more <laughs> easier or more crazy? I just don't believe he believes it what he's spouting. I really don't sure sure yeah i mean it's
0: it's i mean it is what it is uh I've known Carlos for a little bit he's not he's he's a great guy, you know um it's like good cop, bad cop between the two of them, yeah, and I mean I, we like the dynamic we think that that people like it. So, you know, it, it it works
1: for us. I do like it. Well, that's awesome. I think it's great. I think it's great. Hey, look, dude, I won't take up any more of your time. Show us some good kick-ass videos, man. That, that's what I'm going to try to do. I think I got some queued up. This one, I remember it was a
0: few weeks ago, but it was a good one. I really liked it. So, hey, Rob, thanks for calling in, bud.
1: And Hey, uh, Merry Christmas,
0: man. Merry Christmas, bud. We'll talk to you later.
1: All righty, man. Y'all have, you going to have a show next week? I believe so. Yes, sir. Okay, I'll be watching. All right,
0: excellent. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's a things over
6: there. Yeah, because how are you supposed to hear this bitch? What you didn't hear?
5: How would he react if he didn't
6: I don't give a fuck. I will be as
5: profane as I want to a racist. You don't know what you are
6: we going to some seats around here, seeds over there, That's not alcohol, it's lemonade. Are you fucking psycho? Do you want to smell it? Do you want to smell it? Is that
5: alcohol to you? First of all, it's not supposed to be fun. You're supposed to be eating You're
6: eating sunflower seeds. Your cup is overflowing. Look at you
1: just let it go, Yeah, literally, what's up? That's oh. in the whole, vibe, yeah, up? That's oh. in the whole vibe. yeah, she was. Hey,
6: there's another witness. the
1: I just
4: let it go, man. Just it go. He, he just
6: vouched for me. Man, this man just vouched for me. trying to get Yes! Right. we all trying to get to Fuck get you! To fuck everybody! Okay. Hey, you talking shit about Mexicans?
1: Fuck everybody! Okay. Don't touch me! There's cameras! Ooh. Oh! Oh! oh. Oh! Stop! 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 Stop!
2: Hey! Yes, she did! She's amazing! No, But she
4: spit on her. She spit on her. Let it go!
0: All right, hey, y'all remember that video? That was, That was pretty impressive to see. But, uh, hey, we got another caller on the line. Carlos, can you hear me?
3: Actually, this is your president, Donald J. Trump. Oh,
0: hey. Hey, Don. Donnie, how you doing, bud? Let me tell you something, Brennan. You're
3: doing a great job. Terrific. I've seen a lot of hosts. You're probably one of the best ones.
0: Thanks. That that, that means a lot coming from you, Donnie. Uh, Sir, Mr. President? Frankly, that guy Rob has got a screw loose. Believe me. Do you know someone with a screwdriver? Maybe we can help them uh, help them adjust it. You know, let me tell you something about the
3: do nothing Democrats. They are not trustworthy, and they all smell. They That's all a smell. Fact. Have you smelled all of them? I could smell them right now. You know, the 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 Oval Office smells like cheese, like
0: old cheese, and I don't like cheese, frankly. Um, do, could could you say that they maybe smell like sulfur? I, you, you,
3: you're absolutely right. I can't keep up the Donald Trump. <laughs> but they do smell like sulfur, so what I've heard from the, about them. Let me tell you something. I, I'm sitting here listening to Rob, and he puts this thing on all the time. He says, that guy must be so intelligent that I think he's faking it. Rob, if you're watching, bro. You went full Jeff the Texan there. Well, because it's sort of – it's funny how I used that accent. And it's totally Rob, but the other side. <laughs> but no, he, he talks about this thing like, like, um, like, I don't believe what I'm saying. But last week, we heard him say something like, I can watch the Democrats, and you can tell by watching them that they're trustworthy or something like that. Now, that shows a huge bias in this guy's attitude. Like, he is so, he, he trusts the government He loves the Democrats. I don't believe he really does this stuff. I mean, he he says some of the the most outlandish things like Fox shouldn't be on the air. And I was waiting for you to go like, uh, well, he was saying something about Fox saying um, that, oh, they're completely biased and they should just say this is opinion, not news. Uh Meanwhile, I didn't I wanted to hear you say something like, oh, I guess CNN is completely unbiased then, right?
0: Well, well, I wanted, I wanted to, to get him into that, but we, we got sidetracked because, I mean, yeah, when he said they should be taken off the air, I wanted to be like, well, hang on. What, what's your go-to media source, and what if somebody of the other side said that they wanted them off the air? Like, do you see the problem? Do you see the conflict there? Well, um, yeah,
3: absolutely. He's, it's this whole authoritarian BS that Jimmy and everybody on the Democrat side are all about. And well, one thing, uh, thing Rob was saying, thing. too, is like we, we all used to believe in the same facts. You know, like, well, the facts have been changing over the years. Like, you know, men can be women. That's something completely on one side that goes against biology in general. You know, Mm -hmm. like, they're the ones skewing the facts. They're the ones changing definitions. We're trying to conserve the way things are. Meanwhile, they're changing everything for the worse. And somehow the Republicans, the conservatives, the libertarians are the evil ones
0: yeah, I mean it's. But if you ask the people on the right, the people on the like, it's it's. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I totally know and understand what you're saying. But it's like, it's it's almost just kind of pointless trying to to argue with somebody because it's always just the other side this, the other side that, and just not like like. I really want to somehow get like, policy or like snippets of of speeches from politicians and just present them to people and like based on what this person says you know, in this, you know, thing, what, what side are they on? And I don't think a lot of people will be able to tell the difference. Some, I mean, depending on, you know, if it's like real obvious, unless there is no such thing as a moderate anymore, which, I mean, they seem to be getting real scarce. And honestly, that's what I, all I want. I just, I want to vote for a moderate, somebody who's not crazy left, crazy right, because let's, you know, when you're dealing with politics, it's, it's a, it's a spectrum. And on each end of that spectrum, it's, you know, you've got radicals and the happy medium there and our our forefathers knew this you know when they framed out this country that you know the the happy point lies somewhere in the median and through- well here's the thing though here's the thing
3: when you say that there's radicals on both sides yes absolutely we've got the right has got the far right the mm-hmm. nazis who the people on the right completely disavow we hate nazis yeah, we absolutely. hate the far right absolutely. meanwhile we've got the far left antifa when, is the, when have you ever heard the left, the moderate left, denounce Antifa? The ones that go around, hmm. riot, and say that we are anti-fascist. Yeah. So the definition meaning anyone they fight against is fascist. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. They are authoritarians, and that is straight up what Nazis are.
0: Well, yeah, people of the far left, they, they want compliance from From everybody, like blind uh, compliance. Yeah, and, don't
3: ask questions. You will follow us.
0: Yeah, and some people have a problem with that. You know, and for good reason. Like you, you should, you should question. You know, authority in in some aspects. And
3: not Rob. Rob know. is like, I trust my government. It will accept AG Barr. <laughs> like <laughs> he, he doesn't trust the government. He trusts the government, but not Donald Trump's government. Yeah. I mean, which by the way is doing not, is not is doing great. I mean, he got impeached, big freaking whoop. He's the first president to be impeached during his first uh, um his first stint of being a president, and oh, he'll really? be the first one to be rehired after being impeached. And guess what? I think he's going to be impeached at least a couple times. You think so? Is that yeah, possible? Absolutely. Well, it's
0: I guess absolutely if they're possible. for different crimes, right?
3: yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bully up some more stuff, like this whole obstruction of Congress, not a real crime. It's not a real crime. It's a witch hunt.
0: i'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of that right now that you're you're calling it that uh, he gets impeached a few more times because I just I wanna, at I least to, one I other mean, time. We've got another uh, what? ten, eleven months till election, and then possibly another four years. So that's
3: well, you know what the whole thing about impeachment is is that the Democrats openly say, We cannot allow this guy to be elected anymore. So that's why we need to – it's important we impeach this guy because obviously you guys are too dumb to not vote for him, so we're going to try to impeach him. Meanwhile, they can't even send these articles to the Senate. Some people would argue that it's not officially an impeachment, but the House has the full power to do that. The Senate has the full power to trial. So technically, yes, he has been impeached, Mm -hmm. but it's going to go to trial, of course. Or maybe not. They're probably going to hold on to it, dude. I think Pelosi will probably hold on to this impeachment, add some more articles, because yeah. it's just like when he first became president. They waited 19 minutes before they said, we got to impeach this guy, and they've been working on it. Pelosi even says, uh, you know, she was being interviewed, and some reporter was like, you guys are rushing this impeachment. She goes, actually, no, we've been trying to do this for two and a half years, yeah. you know?
0: No, like, I mean, you kind of said it when, you know, 19 minutes after he was elected and, you know, the word impeach was already going around. Like, doesn't matter what side you're on. You've got to at least, like, question that. Like, you're like, come on. Like, if you're already – and then when the, you know, the charges and everything do come back around, you've got to – like, that's got to at least be in the back of your brain saying, hey, like – now, I mean, if it all—if it is all full and legit, blah blah blah, cool and all that. But if you're already—you've already set that narrative that you're determined to make that happen, that you're gonna find something instead of, you know, I'm not—I—I I, just—it—it it seems like there's there's there was malicious intent from the get-go. If if it was 19 minutes and they're already saying we've got to get them, it doesn't matter how, but we're gonna get them.
3: Well, they have this illusion of intent that this guy will never do anything good for anybody. Jimmy would be like, okay, okay, this is what, Los, okay. So <laughs> Trump is holding on to Eric and Donald Jr., and he's over a cliff. Which one does he let go of? He goes, he'll let go of both of them because he doesn't care about anybody else but himself. He'll say shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's unbelievable that oh, you know, I know that they have good in their hearts, and they try to say that, Republicans are bad. And I don't even really consider myself a Republican. You know this. I'm more moderate. I'm a libertarian at, at heart. But it's, it, it seems like we're only going to be more divisive. Oh, what I was really going to ask. Sorry, I diverted from there. It, it, it's the fact that just when I first moved to Texas, I heard this thing, guilty until proven innocent. And I feel like that's what they're doing with Trump here. They know he's guilty or they think he's guilty because they have this illusion of, of intent. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look for stuff. They're going to look for everything. They had this whole quid pro quo thing, which turned out to they, – they changed the name of it and said, you know what, no one really knows what that means because our whole base is dumb. So let's go with bribery because everyone understands that. And then they put these articles out. Not one of them said bribery. Well, maybe something inside the, the, the text said bribery. But if you look – if you break it down, there, where was the bribery? He Okay, so let's say he did say, I want you to look into uh, Joe Biden, which he did say that. There was no investigation. The money got back to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: There was no quid pro quo. So they have to. They have to backtrack. We need to. We need to find another way. Oh, he bribed him. Uh, Zelensky said no pressure on this side. But they're still searching. They're still digging because it's guilty until proven innocent. But they don't think he's innocent. Intention yeah. of, or it's a, the illusion of intent that they have for Donald Trump. You know, that's one thing. Divisive.
0: One thing that I'm I'm real curious about with all this impeachment, like how much has government um, come to a halt? As far as what what would they be doing if it weren't for the impeachment? How much of that are they still getting done? Just well. Meanwhile, during the impeachment hearings,
3: they they approved the Patriot Act, where mm-hmm. we can spy on American citizens. Oh. Like they they let that fly right past us under our noses it was mm. like they are they are trying to bust us man what are they doing they're sliding these these bills in while we're not looking
0: while we're while we're distracted with, with
3: impeachment uh, we're all going to hell man
0: damn the what was it called the uh the what act the patriot act the, the patriot act that, oh, was, oh, yeah, uh, man. that was bush wasn't it yeah, Bush. I think it
3: came around with maybe it's even before that. The the patri- Well, right. no, I think it was Bush after nine yeah. eleven when it happened because they that's wanted right. to be able to spy on people that were um, accused of terrorism.
0: Yeah, and then well, and then that later evolved to just spying on everybody.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they like I said, if you're accused of being a terrorist, they can just start spying on you. Yeah. Now that's like the red. That's like the red flag laws that are trying to be passed on the Democrat side where they're saying, well, okay, if someone says you're a danger to society, they can look into you and like hold your guns or something like super un-American shit. Like, so it can take one person to go, oh, I don't like this guy. So I got an idea. Um, Policeman, there's uh, my neighbor here has been flashing his gun around and like with no evidence, they'll go over there and withhold guns. And then they have to go to trial and whether or not he's got the money to go to trial or not, or uh, see a judge, like it's all this whole, it's just giving people red tape. It's un-American. And we shouldn't have such things like the Patriot. Listen, I want terrorism gone, but it, it should be a different process than spying on American citizens.
0: Sure. Yeah. Based on allegations. But you've got those people that'll be like, oh, well, if you don't do anything wrong, you should be okay with it.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's something that people say. And I say, you know, let you shove it up your own butt. That's not cool, man. If you're not doing anything wrong, you shouldn't worry. Like, listen, you shouldn't even know if I'm doing anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm an American. It's... You don't need to know my name. You don't need to you don't need to know anything about me.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you're you're full, like what uh what's your thoughts on voter IDs? Cuz I just got my uh voter registration card in the mail yesterday and I was kind of excited for that. I think
3: voter IDs are 100% essential if you want to vote in an election.
0: Yeah. I mean, I Otherwise, I'm, I'm right there with you're you. You're going to have people voting. Yeah. Well, I'm right there with you cuz Really, let's think about it. You know you, how much, you know, you pay, what is it, $30, $40 to renew your license for, what, four years? And then you think about how often you use it after that. You know, if you, if you smoke and you buy cigarettes, maybe a quarter of the time when you buy beer. It doesn't belong to you. You know, um, not very often. It's like I, I just really feel like if you, need, if you need your ID, driver's license to buy booze, buy cigarettes, you should have to show it to, to vote. Like that just kind of You know makes what's sense super
3: un American that just got passed to Uh something I think is under Donald Trump's thing that I can definitely say was a super stupid thing. He raised the smoking age from eighteen to twenty one.
0: Was that was that Trump? Like I mean yeah, uh, I know that well, just happened, but was it that- happened during
3: Trump's era. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was him directly or whatever. But I guess you can be eighteen, you can join the service and you can fight for America. But you can't go out and have a cigarette if you do if you want to. Now, I don't care. I don't want cigarettes, but What's with all these restrictions on kids? They're going to smoke if they're going to smoke. They're going to drink if they want to drink. Like, why put yeah. these stupid restrictions on people?
0: Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, like, it's that pod thing that kind of, that I think, jump-started that. You know, it's like if they're not already 18 and they were getting it through illegal means and you raise the age, they're still going to do it.
3: And I wonder, what about the 19-year-olds when this happened? Like, do they grandfather themselves in or something? Or do know. they, like, had one year of smoking, and now they are all of a sudden, <laughs> you, yeah, you're going to have to wait now. Sorry, yeah, but now you
0: got to go a couple years just before you can buy a pack of smokes again? That probably. Yeah, I mean, who cares about those terrible.
3: kids? It's funny that this happens after I'm, um, like, way older than what it had to be. But I remember turning 18, I'm like, hell yeah, pornography and cigarettes, Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was iconic. Then you hit twenty one, it's like, oh yeah, booze. And then after that, it's like, eh, I don't even care anymore.
3: Well, let me get back into Rob here, cause um,
0: <laughs> yeah, we got we got a Rob, few more minutes left.
3: Rob is a good guy, man, and he, I like him. I like him. He's good. I like having him call. And my my mom was watching it. She watched the last episode where he called in, and he said, "Oh, the the you guys are just afraid of POCs uh, taking over." And we went and said, listen, white boy, we are POCs and we don't care if we take over. We're already taking over. And it, it's what he said before. He said everything that Republican Party accuses the Democrat Party of, they're doing. And it's like, dude, we see that on the right as well. We see, we see that Democrats are doing that, where they're, they're pointing the finger at us for exactly what they're doing. Like when I made the example of the Steele dossier. That is foreign. Inter- that is foreign. Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to get here? They, they basically paid a, a foreign somebody. I, I'm I'm missing the word here. To foreign agent dig up dirt. Foreign agent to dig up dirt on Donald Trump, and that's completely fine. But when they have the idea that he that they think that Donald Trump was trying to dig up dirt, quote unquote, on Joe Biden, like with sure evidence that he did withhold money, just like they say. Oh well Donald Trump did it. Like, no, literally he did not do that. We have video of Joe Biden sitting there saying, I withheld one billion dollars in financial aid for these guys if they didn't fire about it. a prosecutor.
0: Yeah, he was bragging about it.
3: He was bragging about it.
0: Yeah.
3: He's a son of a bitch. They did it, you know, like that's the same that's a pure example of how they point the finger at the right. Meanwhile, they're the ones defending it when it happens on their side. That's the visiveness one oh one.
0: Yeah. Divide yeah. Well, I mean, what do we do? Uh, hope for a hope for a moderate candidate. Well, so
3: I I did want to get into a little thing because I was tra- I was texting Jimmy to call in and he said he got in a big fight with his brother about Trump or whatever, <laughs> and I thought about it. I go, what do you do when you are with your relatives, and you talk politics? For me, I happen to have a really good time talking about politics. Why? Because my family's conservative, so yeah. it's easy to talk to them and we get along. Yeah. That's called unity, baby, unity. Meanwhile, he's over there pointing the finger at his brothers and his sisters going, you guys are idiots. You guys are, you guys are cowards. You guys are this and that. Meanwhile, I'm hugging my family saying, you are right. You are right. We are right. We are unified, just like the Republican Party is right now. They are so unified that they're pulling Democrats from, from their side to come to our side. And it's beautiful. They're tearing themselves apart with this whole impeachment thing. But
0: what I was going to mention here is, do you have
3: family that talks politics during the holidays?
0: Uh, no. I mean, my family is not political really whatsoever. No. Well, that's
3: a bummer. I mean, that's good because you don't have to worry about the animosity. But for him, yeah. John, I'm talking about Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, his whole family is conservative, probably he's... way more conservative than so like my the, family. So They're... he's
0: the black sheep of the of the family.
3: Well, yeah, he thinks he thinks that he's like ultimately right about everything. And he might be right about some things, but very wrong about trying to talk and break the divide. I mean, he honestly, and it it really stems to Trump. He's orange man bad. If Trump grew a beard, he'd shave his own beard. Like that's how much hate he has in his heart for one person. He's got, he thinks he's, uh, that Donald Trump's got no, uh, no, um, his intent is always for bad. He, he never will do anything for the country. You know, when, when Donald Trump was uh, uh, talking to Zelensky, he goes, I want you to do a favor for us. He didn't say, I want you to do a favor for me. He said us as in U S A. We need to look into this and that, whether or not the information that he had was bad. If he truly believed that there is corruption and he was looking into it, that's, that's reasonable doubt, but no, He does not want to look at reasonable doubt. He automatically assumes that Donald Trump is out to get Joe Biden for any means, just to dig up dirt on a political rival. Like, do you think Donald Trump needs help winning? The guy is – he gets free press from the Democrats. He got tons of it for this impeachment. He made $5 million the night of the impeachment for the Republican National Committee.
0: Just in donations? Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. All Meanwhile, right, well.
3: he's, bringing, he's bringing one side together, and the other side can't even agree with themselves. Yeah. Uh, we had like three Democrats vote against the impeachment. One absolutely was present. Tulsi Gabbard was like, you know what? I'm staying out of this one.
2: And no, one Democrat
3: jumped to, the, jumped to the Republican Party. They yeah. can't even keep their, their stuff together. Meanwhile, the Republicans 100% stayed together. This reminds me a lot of when they uh, signed this, uh, the right, Civil well. Rights Act.
0: Carlos, we uh, we got to wrap it up here.
3: All right, man. Well, you did a great job, dude, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.
0: All righty. That's right. See you. All right. Thank you for tuning in, Austin Public, 10 at 10. We'll see you next week.